Hello and welcome to our Health and Wellness Navigation Program podcast series. Today we are talking about the top five questions that residents ask regarding hospice. I am Michelle Kramer, Director of Health and Wellness Programming with LCS Health Services Division. Joining me today is Brandy Watson, Director of Home Care and Clinic at the Cedars of Chapel Hill. Welcome, Brandy. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. So, Brandy, many residents in our independent living and assisted living communities are asking about hospice. Would you please tell our listeners what hospice specifically is and what it is used for so that we may share this information with the residents? Absolutely. Hospice care focuses specifically on quality of life and comfort for people and their loved ones or caregivers who have a terminal illness with the expectation of six months or less left to live. What makes people so resistant to hospice? In my experience, people often believe that they have to be on their deathbed or what is referred to as actively dying in order to be on hospice. Residents who are terminal are often resistant because they think that as soon as they agree to hospice, they have to go home and lie in bed and wait for death to come. I've even had people say that they believe hospice gives medication to help people through almost like a physician-assisted suicide. While they do provide comfort medications to keep people comfortable in the last days, this is not the case. It is completely different. Hospice can be a wonderful benefit at the end of life. Hospice can be used to ensure that residents have support, medical care, and pain management, and the assistance that they need. Wow, that's really important to know. Brandy, what is the difference between hospice and palliative care? I understand that all hospice care is palliative care, but not all palliative care is hospice care. That's a great question. Let me begin by defining the differences between palliative care and hospice. Palliative care means to provide someone with a terminal illness comfort. Hospice is a Medicare-covered benefit offered to people that have a terminal illness or diagnosis with six months or less to live. Now, if someone is continuing to fight their illness, they cannot be on hospice but can use palliative care for comfort measures. So I know that there are rules around hospice. Can you explain a little more detail about that? Sure. One specific thing to note is that when a resident is on hospice, they cannot take life-prolonging treatments related to their diagnosis or treatments seeking a cure. Basically, hospice means that the resident has accepted their diagnosis and the situation. But there are times in certain situations when some people do graduate from hospice and live on for months or even years beyond their six-month prognosis. So back to that hospice um, question regarding palliative care versus comfort measures. Can you give me a little bit more of what the benefits of hospice is? Michelle, there are so many advantages to enrolling in hospice. They cover services for nursing and CNA visits. They cover equipment like oxygen, hospital beds, wheelchairs, gloves, bandages, even incontinence supplies, just to give a few examples. I know many people think that hospice costs a lot. How do people pay for hospice? Hospice is typically covered under the resident's Medicare Part A. It's an excellent benefit that can help people save money if it's utilized appropriately. So, Brandy, is hospice only received at home? It doesn't have to be. Many people want to stay in the comfort of their own home and find that it brings them peace. However, I have seen residents that want to give their family that live out of town like a place to stay and feel comfortable, so they choose to stay in an inpatient facility or inpatient hospice. 
People also have the option to take their loved ones out of a facility if they're currently in, in one and move them home for their end of days to be on hospice. This decision is very individualized based on their plan and their choices. This information is so great to know. Do residents have to have family involvement with hospice? Actually, it's not a requirement. It really depends on the goals and resources of the individual as to how their last six months are spent. Typically, at the beginning, if someone is still fairly independent and just needs occasional help, then at home with hospice would be completely feasible until the end is near. Once the resident reaches the stages of needing someone to administer their pain medications, help them position in bed, those types of things, then they may need to have family or hire help at home or consider consider going into an inpatient hospice facility. Brandy, this is so informative. What would you recommend keeping in mind when working with residents who need hospice? First, hospice is not something that people should fear. It is a benefit that offers assistance, materials, and support during one of the hardest times, not just for the patient, but also for their families. Second, remember that once you have hospice services, you have access to a nurse, a social worker, and even a chaplain if you'd like, which not everyone has access to routinely. Third, having hospice means that you do not have to figure everything out by yourself and know what to do next. They will help guide you through the process and help your loved ones know what they can do and what they can expect. And then lastly, having hospice does not mean that you will die any sooner. It cannot speed up nor slow down the process. Hospice treats the symptoms for comfort. Thank you so much, Brandy, for joining me today to discuss this very important topic about hospice. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. This has been a presentation from the Health and Wellness Navigation Program podcast series. Let's achieve a better life through better living.